Hey y'all, I'm Beck and you are listening to Bottles with Beck, the podcast. Each week, I'll share stories on various topics related to self-discovery. And my hope for you as a passenger on this journey is that you discover more about yourself as I share my experiences and that you at least find these stories to be a little entertaining. are back with another round of Chardonnay and you know what we're gonna do we're gonna see how well we can edit out the background noises because we got Miss Evelyn to our right with that loud ass TV the people upstairs stepping on that motherfucking floor but you know what we gonna keep it pushing because we got to and we gonna make it through All right? All right. Now, as I've said before, this is another round of Chardonnay. And we're going to have a Chardonnay run. Because I went to the grocery store the other day and Chardonnay was on sale. Chardonnay normally $15. But she was like, I'm going to let you get it for 10. Okay, let me get three. And that's what we did. So we're going to have a Chardonnay show. Okay. All right. I want to share with y'all one of my favorite realizations. And it's my favorite because it's so true and it's so me. And it's been me. And that realization is, I'm a quitter. I'm a fucking quitter. Ever since I was in my late teens, I've abandoned responsibilities that just didn't bring me happiness. And most of these responsibilities were related to work. And it's just really unfortunate because my first experience with work was such a positive one. I loved my job. You know where I worked? I worked at McDonald's. And it was so fun. I loved it so much. There were young people there. The work was easy. It was a laid back environment. Working at McDonald's was like working on a group project with your friends and you know y'all gonna get an A. Because y'all know what y'all doing. And it's fun. It don't even feel like a project. It don't even feel like work. But once I was relieved of my duties for reasons that are still unknown, it was over for everybody after that. Everybody. 
y'all, I'm up here drinking this shit and I'm losing my fucking train of thought. Is this a good idea? It was over for everybody after that. Because McDonald's has set the pace. It set the tone for what I expected in a job. But you know, I lost one job. I had to get another one. Had to get it back. So I applied at Wendy's. And I got it. And you know, getting a job is such a good feeling. It's such a good feeling. It's such a major achievement. No matter what type of work it is, despite what people say, that is a big deal. Because it's like, damn, you're socially accepted by this institution. And then it's like, wow, I have something to give. Somebody saw need for what I can give. Wow, that's deep. But you know, on the first day, you be feeling so important. They be having you in a restaurant at that table, filling out the papers. Then they show you around. And then you go back in that small ass room and take that fucking computerized quiz or however many quizzes you got to take. And you just be feeling so good. Feeling like you did something because you did. But when I tell you they put me on that motherfucking line and had me making them sandwiches and I had to use that spatula to spread the uh, mayonnaise on that damn bread and then take the damn ketchup and squeeze a W on the bun? I said, oh, hell no. I ain't doing this. This ain't for me. Uh-uh. This is not for me. But I'm going to be back. I ain't fuck with it, but I went back. And I went back the next day and I seen that manager and he seen me and he talking about, oh, you can't work with them. You got to take them off. I'm like, huh? Yeah, you can't work with them. You got to take them off. Y'all, this man was telling me I had to take off my fucking fresh full set. Fresh now, just got it done yesterday. After I left this motherfucker, you telling me I got to take them off? I'm thinking to myself, excuse me? I'm not taking these fucking nails off. You know what? Say less. I ain't even coming back. This is the last straw. This is everything I needed. Don't even worry about it. Also thinking to myself, I know. I know damn well you don't think I'm finna take my $25 set off. Not the set that I just paid $25 for. Not this full set that I spent $25 on. You telling me I need to waste $25 today, throw away $25 today so I can make more money tomorrow? Oh, hell no. Ain't doing it. So, you know, when I left Wendy's that day, never went back. Never looked back. And I was happy. So, when I left Wendy's, you know I had to get another job. And that was KFC. 
But the thing about KFC is I actually liked KFC. The manager was cool as hell. His name was Dwight. He was so cool. Environment was real chill. And we had fun. And we got our shit done. I remember going to work from 9 to 4 on Sundays. Me and Dwight would be in there. Me, Dwight, and this other dude be prepping everything, getting everything ready. Because you know on Sundays you get that church crowd. And then at the KFC in James City, we had the buffet. So then white people used to always come in there and get that buffet food. So when we opened up, we slanging chicken. Mashed potatoes and gravy. Doing the damn thing. And having fun while we doing it. Having a ball while we doing it. But once Dwight left. And management changed. You know what I did? I left too. I left right on with him. Because I ain't like it no more. I quit. And that was that. But you know. Cycle continues. Gotta find another job. That's when I worked at R.H.A. Howe. And R.H.A. Howe is a long-term residential facility for people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. When I worked there, I was a developmental technician. Which basically meant I was responsible for providing one-on-one care to all of the clients. And this looked like me bathing them, me feeding them, making sure that they're engaged with their activities, getting them up in the morning to get ready for the day and getting them ready for bed at night and changing them. Whatever it was, I was to do it. And this was an okay job. It was okay. It wasn't a bad job at all. What was bad about it was the people, my coworkers. It was a really toxic environment. And on top of that, they required you work the next shift. It was a mandatory follow-up shift called a holdover. Now, the problem with this was I had a man and I had somewhere to be at night. So I can't work second shift and third shift Because I needed to be with my man. Because that's what was important to me. It was important. Because what's important to me is important. So you know, I quit. I had to. I had a life. And work was interfering with my happiness. I ain't have no job, but I had a man. I ain't have a job, but I had love. And that was important to me. So it was important. It mattered, so it mattered. But as I'm working these jobs, I'm in school at Craven Community College. And I was really active on campus. I was a part of a lot of different programs. I was a C's scholar, scholars in engineering and science. I was a C-step student. 
Carolina Student Transfer Excellence Program. And I was a student ambassador. And as a student ambassador, I was the face of Craven. And what a beautiful face it was. <laughs> so I was busy. And I learned early on that math and science just weren't my things. As a C scholar, I was expected to maintain a certain GPA and attend different program events. But once I got up in the math classes and them science classes, I quickly learned that that wasn't for me. Quickly. And I needed to get up out that program because I was wasting them people money. What a waste. <laughs> the amount of effort that I needed to put into those classes wasn't something I was willing to give. I needed to be with my friends. I needed to have a life. I be at home doing homework and shit on Friday night and my friends be outside my window yelling. I'm fuck with you because I can't come outside till I get this shit done. And I got tired of that. My heart wasn't in it and neither was my brain. I didn't want to do that work. I didn't want to spend that much time on it. I had far more pressing matters. Fun. <laughs> So when I learned that it wasn't for me and the effort that it required was far beyond the realm of my capability, I let the program manager, the program coordinator know. I came to her with certainty that I couldn't do this. Thank you for allowing me to be a part of this amazing program afforded me this opportunity, but this isn't a great fit for me and I need to leave. And you know what she did? She talked me into staying. Cause she had an interest in my success. This was, I think the pilot and I'm black. They need them numbers now. They need, they need the people of color. They didn't want the attrition numbers to be high when it first started. Because I wasn't the only motherfucker struggling. <laughs> but she said, Rebecca, you can do it. Just try a little harder. Stick it out and see what happens. And I'm like, okay. Because whole time in my head, I already know. I can't, I'm, not do, I'm not doing this. But okay. We'll try it your way. And you know what I did? I came right back to her ass within a month. See, sometimes you got to tell people stuff twice. Because when I came to her, I already knew what was up. I already knew what I could do. But, you know, sometimes people just don't believe you. Or they need to, they need to see it for themselves. They got to at least test you, at least push you. But I came right back to her ass and I had to tell her twice. All right. Tried it your way and it didn't work. 
I know what I know and it's time to go. So I quit. I quit the C's program. And I was getting paid to be in there. I was getting a nice little stipend. But shit, I ain't think it was worth the trouble. I really didn't. And looking back, I still don't think it was. Because I just wasn't interested in science and math like that. Not at all. I thought I wanted to be a pediatrician. But if I had to take them fucking classes, I'm a pass. And that's what I did. And I ain't have a single worry after that. Until I wanted to change my major because I was doing bad in them science and math classes and I could not continue to take more of them. So I'm changing my major and it causes an issue with C-STEP. Because I'm supposed to transfer with a cohort. I'm supposed to leave with the people I came with. And me changing my major, that was highly unlikely that that was going to be the case. So they called me in that office. And they told me that if I was going to change my major, that I needed to take 18 hours one semester and 21 hours another semester just to transfer on time. And I heard all I needed to hear. She said everything I needed to know. I said, thank you so much for affording me this opportunity for accepting me into this program, but I cannot do that. That's a bit much. I'm not willing to do that. And you know what she said? Bye, bitch. And you know what I said? Bye, bitch. So I quit. I quit C-STEP. I didn't know what I was going to do after that. With C-STEP, I already knew I was going to UNC. It was already set up for me. All I had to do was keep my grades on track. That was it. But since I ain't in C-STEP no more, what am I going to do? I don't want to actively apply to colleges. That's why I'm at community college. It was something simple. I don't want to actively apply, but I'm going to have to because I got to do something. Something going to shake, but I wasn't even worried about it. I knew things were going to work themselves out. So I'm like, okay, I quit C-Step. I'm going to find something. I'm going to figure something out. Very optimistic. And you know what? C-Step worked out. C-Step called me back. They called me in that office. And they said, Rebecca, since you've been really upfront about the things that you've been experiencing and you're really active on campus as a student ambassador, we're going to make an exception for you. I said, what? They're like, yeah, we're willing to make an exception for you. So as long as you stay on track, you can transfer with the next cohort. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. This is perfect for me. Because I can take a normal credit load without exhausting myself and still get the same results, still go to Carolina. And I was just so happy. Like, damn, I knew things was going to work themselves out, but I didn't think it was going to be this. 
I thought this was over. But now that I think about that shit, I wonder why they made an exception for me. Hmm. How many black people was in that cohort? I don't remember. But either way, it was a great thing for me. And I'm truly grateful for that. But see, I quit C-Step and things worked themselves out. Because I wasn't about to kill myself just to transfer on time. Just to get into Carolina. I wasn't about to make those major ass sacrifices and live a miserable life for two semesters just to get into Carolina. Because I ain't believe in that. I didn't believe in that then and I don't believe in that now. And as a student ambassador, when I was working on campus all the time, I just eventually got tired of that. Like I was always on campus because I was in school and then I was on campus because I was working at school. And then leadership changed and I was like, yeah, it's about time for me to go. It was fun while it lasted. It was a great opportunity. Great professional experience. But it's time. And so I just left. See, I quit Wendy's, found KFC, left KFC, found Howe's. I quit C's and I felt better mentally. I quit C-Step because I wasn't willing to overwork myself and C-Step still worked out. I mean, my track record with quitting is, is pretty solid. Like, these are great decisions I've been making. But this is me in college. This is me in high school and me in college. Post-college, same thing. When I got a job after college, it was maybe seven months later. Yeah, seven months later. And the job I got, I didn't like. I really accepted it because it was something. You know, when you just been worn down so much and you start losing hope, you get desperate. You just be accepting whatever, anything that comes. Because it's like, damn, I don't know if I'm going to ever get this opportunity again. So the job I accepted, on paper, it looked good. And I thought it was going to feel good. But when I got up in there, it was okay. And I remember people asking me, oh, how's your job? Do you love your job? And I'm like, no, it's okay. They're like, oh, you don't love your job? Like, bitch, do you love your job? How many people do you know who love their jobs? Is this not common? No, I don't love my job. It's okay. It's a job. The hell? But eventually I got tired of that job. So tired. I got so tired of doing the same damn thing every day. Sitting behind that damn desk. Nothing new. Routine. Nothing stimulating. Nothing challenging. And I wanted to quit. At nine months, nine months in, I was going to quit. But what happened was I ended up talking to people. And, you know, there's this general, general, I don't know. Is it a rule? Mm, yeah, it's a rule. I don't know who made it up. But the rule is don't quit a job unless you have another one lined up. 
and the people I talk to, they they follow that rule. They live by the rules. And I ended up staying longer. But see, people don't know what you know, and they don't know you how you know yourself. I'm assuming they told me that because they thought I didn't have any means of taking care of myself. But I absolutely did. And I'm quitting because I hate this place. It's taking a toll on my mental health. It's kind of like, okay, you want me to choose between my mental health and then my living situation, my living conditions? I mean, I feel like they go hand in hand. I don't think you can have one without the other. Or how useful is one without the other? But I talk to people. And I ended up staying in the job longer than I should have. I stayed at the job maybe seven months longer. And I felt it. Every month, every day, every hour. It took its toll on me. But when I got up out of there. I was so happy. So happy. Yeah, I quit. But this time I did have a job lined up. With a two month break in between. And that was nice. It really was. I needed that. I needed that break. So I left that job that I hated after college. And started another one. Now this job I was really excited about. I had high hopes for this place because when I interviewed, I saw it was nothing but black people there. A black woman in a leadership position. And I was like, yeah, this this going to be my place because these my people. And it was young people, people who were maybe middle aged and people all in between. And I had really high hopes for this place. But when I got up in there, mm -mm, no ma'am, I quickly learned that I needed to get the fuck out. But I stayed because the pandemic hit. And the pandemic brought so much uncertainty. I didn't want to leave the job when so many people were losing jobs. And then it's like, damn, how am I going to find another job? So I stayed. And it ended up not being that bad. And I stayed for another year. But when it was my time to go, I left. And here we are now on this fucking couch. No obligations. No nothing. I ain't got to get up at a certain time in the morning. I have nowhere to be. Nothing. I get to do what I want to do. Because I said I need some fucking time to myself. And what a wonderful time it's been. It's been such a wonderful time. Wow, I needed this. But that's my track record with quitting. I be quitting shit that doesn't bring me happiness. In search of happiness. And I always find more happiness when I do quit. 
So people tell you, oh, you need to have grit. You need to stick it through. That's all right for them. If that's all right for them. I just don't believe in sacrificing today for a quote unquote greater tomorrow. I just don't. I feel like our whole lives should be full of pleasure and joy. I don't think we need to give that up for any amount of time just to get more down the line. Because we have today for sure. Right now, that's what we have for sure. And life is too short to be spending it being unhappy. Now, you need to make the best decisions that you can for yourself. Do what's best for you. Weigh your options. But I think it's important that we prioritize our happiness and we prioritize our peace. We spend so much time at work, eight hours a day. For how many years? Who designed this shit? It's scary. You need time to yourself. A lot of it. And that's okay for you to take that. It's okay for you to say no. Fuck you. I'm quitting. I don't give a fuck. Because I deserve better. But one thing I know for sure. Ain't nobody going to make me feel bad about quitting. Because I am a quitter. What Drake say, the moment I stop having fun with it, I'll be done with it. That's me. I quit things professionally and I quit things socially, personally. Because if I don't, what am I going to be? Stressed out? I don't want to live like that. So fuck it. I'm a quitter. And y'all know, before I let y'all go, I gotta let y'all know, you might need some Garden of Shein. Garden of Shein is a natural skincare company that's dedicated to offering products for healthy skin and hair by using all natural ingredients. So if your goal has been to reduce the amount of chemical use in your daily life, check out Garden of Shein, cause you won't be putting those chemicals on your skin.